You're listening to The Mom Inspired Show, episode 141 with Lisa Woodruff. Welcome to The Mom Inspired Show. I'm your host, Amber Sandberg, and this show is created to inspire, encourage, and add a little extra fun to your day. Hey guys, I am super excited for part two of our four-part series with professional organizer, Lisa Woodruff. So today we are going to talk about kids' clothing. So is anyone out there raising their hand saying they just can't get a hold of the kids' clothing? Yes, I can see all the hands, even though I can't. I know you're I know you're virtually raising your hand. Um, I talked to enough moms to know that this is an issue. You know, between having kids um, that are the same gender and seasonal outfits, it can kind of get a little out of control with how much clothing we're trying to hold on to, and then we have to organize it, and then we have to just process it, and it can be a lot. So that's why I thought this would be really great to talk about this with Lisa. So she shares with us the steps she goes through with her clients in regards to processing the clothes, and she also goes over why the closet is so important and how to set up the closet so that it will work until the kids move out. So if your mind just got blown, I'm with you and you will hear me on the episode, go silent because I'm like, what? How are we making this closet so amazing? And then the last thing that I wanna talk about before we go to the episode is she talks about how to get rid of dressers and why. Again, mind blown. I'm like, wait, what? We're getting rid of dressers? I don't understand where all the clothing are going. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. If you have friends that are in this predicament, please share these episodes with them. I would greatly appreciate it. Hey, you guys. So before we jump into the show today, I wanted to give you a quick update on what's going on with me in regards to my fitness journey and just getting more healthy and all that kind of stuff. So Most of you probably know that I was doing a program called Lean with Amanda Nybert. So I introduced her program last year. I had her on the show starting episode 112. I did a four-part series. And if you missed that and you're interested, go and check that out because she goes over the whole program. And it's just amazing to hear her because she's a dietitian. So she really knows what she's talking about. And so people have been asking me, what have I been doing? And, um, you know, how are you um, making progress and all that kind of stuff. So I figured I probably should say this to you guys too, um, and give you this opportunity if you have missed it. Um, But Amanda Nybert gave the Mom Inspired Show listeners an exclusive discount. So If you've been on the fence trying to figure out if you should do it or not, you can get $20 off. And she runs two sessions normally a month. So if you missed one, you can grab the next spot for the next session. Um, So all you have to do is enter, go into mominspiredshow.com forward slash lean 20, and it will take you to the discount. Um, Or you just go to the show notes and all the stuff will be in there right at your fingertips. Um, And if you have questions, you guys, feel free to reach out to me because I've had people reach out to me, but I understand that some people may be hesitant to reach out to me. If you follow me on Facebook, um, you can message me at Amber Sandberg. If you follow me on Instagram, my handle is Amber Sandberg. So message me. If you're on my email list, email me and I would love to help you or answer any questions that you have. It's just been such a great program and it catapulted me to where I am today. And so some of you might be thinking, well, you know, I kind of know what I need to do. I'm just not doing it. 
This program is perfect for you because it gives you the accountability that you need for seven weeks. Now, some of you may be like, I don't even know what I'm doing. And this program is great for you because it's going to teach you a lot of things that you might not be familiar with. And so that is what really did it for me is it gave me new tools that I didn't know, but then I did know some things, but combining that and then getting back into working out has really been a game changer. So again, if you want to do this program and you want the exclusive discount, make sure to go to mominspiredshow.com forward slash lean 20 and feel free to reach out to me. I would love to help you. Now let's go to the show. Hey, Lisa, thanks so much for coming back on the show today. Super excited. Are we going to talk about clothes? Yes. So yeah, we're going to skip the travel question. And because we did that last week, and I'm trying to keep the episode short for all the moms out there that are just trying to manage, you know, the kids being home for the summer. Um, So if you guys, if you missed last week, I would recommend going back to last week, listen to that episode. um, That way you'll hear more about Lisa and how she got started with organizing. Um, But today we're going to talk all about kids clothing. So last week we talked about kids bedrooms and I left you on a cliffhanger because she told us to get rid of the dresser and everything's going in the closet. And I was wondering, well, where's the underwear and the socks going? So I'm going to open with that. And um, I'm going to have you talk to us about um, going through kids clothing. clothing. So you can start with the dresser or you can can add that in somewhere else. Um, But yeah, just walk us through how to deal with all the kids clothes. Okay, so remember last episode, we talked about how we're not calling our kids bedrooms anymore. We're calling them their mini apartments. Yes. So as soon as you have that framework of like, okay, this is a mini apartment, then we're not going to call our kids closets, closets anymore. They're walk-in closets. And you may Mm. be like, "Uh, Lisa? (laughs) We don't have one. (laughs) We don't have one. Well, neither did we. But I created one. Now, I want you to envision this. We have a standard closet, like not a 1950s, you can only hand three, hang three dressers in there, dresses in their closet. Yeah, I'm like, dressers? Like, wow, three dressers. Yeah, wow, three dressers. <laughs> it really but is like a, a walk-in st- closet. <laughs> <laughs> like a standard closet, like yeah. one that has a three-foot door that you're going to open it, Yep. and there is a builder-grade yes. double hang, Yeah. right? Yeah. And it's four feet wide when yeah. you open it, and it's, you know, like 24 inches deep. So that's pretty standard. Some of you have bigger closets than that. Number one, first thing we're going to do is take the door off the hinges. I'm listening. <laughs> okay. So we're going to take the door off the hinges. You can put it back on again. I mean, if your husband, he is going to freak out, just FYI. Take it off anyway. Also, if they're sliding doors, take those off as well. They will freak out. It is Okay. We can always put it back on. We won't, but we could. So you, you take won't. it off. Now, as soon as you take it off, yeah. all of a sudden that closet is bigger and your child is not dealing with this gigantic door in the middle of their room. Mm. Then step two <laughs> is we're going to take out the shelving. Okay. This is getting interesting. Mm-hmm. We're just taking out the shelving. Yep. And then you're definitely going to want to paint inside of this closet because we're making a walk-in closet. Okay. Okay. I'm hearing you. So now... <laughs> If you're standing, you're imagining no door, no shelving, painted closet. You're imagining with me? Yes. I'm seeing a a, a little room now. Okay. Yep. On the right and on the left, there is room to do double hang bars. Double hang. Okay. So you're, Mm -hmm. okay. Okay. So you're walking in. I'm going to send you a picture to put in the show notes. Perfect. (laughs) So we're going to turn to the right, right? And then you're Mm -hmm. saying there's a double hang to the right and then just a rod. Oh, yep. just oh, two rods. Is that what you're saying? Just a rod. Yep. A rod okay. low and a rod high. And the great thing about this is 
if you've got little kids, the rod can be really low. Yes. And then you're saying it's on the left too. Yes. Okay. In my son's closet, when I did this, he was like 10 or 11, maybe even 12. So I did double hang on both sides for him. That was his closet. In Abby's, she was younger and she was a girl. So we did double hang on one side. Mm. And on the other side, I put in shelves. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Yep. So what I did is I used L brackets. Don't you don't do that. Okay. Go and buy the kind of the kind of that you can just screw into the wall and then you can adjust the shelving up and down. Oh, okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then you can have boards cut at Home Depot, but also mm. um the shoe organizers that are twenty four inches wide. Um, if you shoe organizers like a what what like do you mean? Closet made. Closet oh, made. Okay. Has these shoe organizers. Like you could build a tower out of them and you put your shoes on them and they have like oh, shelves. Yeah. Okay. Don't assemble them, and those boards are the perfect size. You don't have to cut oh. anything. Okay, perfect. So if you're imagining in my daughter's room, we've got double hang on one side, mm-hmm. and we've got shelving on the other. Okay. And in my son's room, we've got double hang on both sides. Okay. Number one in clothing, hang everything you possibly can. T-shirts, everything. Okay. For a couple of reasons. One, it's easier for a child to see what they have if it's hanging. And two, it does not get as wrinkled if it's hanging. Yes. The hardest part about this is you don't know how to hang all of this stuff in your laundry room when Mm. you are taking things out of the dryer. Yeah. You'll figure it out. Okay. Yes. I just hang it up and lay it flat. I mean... Oh, yeah. You aren't wearing this stuff to prom or anything. No. (laughs) Yeah. So hang everything. Now, some of you may be saying, well, I have too many clothes to hang. Yes, you have too many clothes, period. Not to hang, just period. So that's the problem is that you have too many clothing. Okay, got it. My children were born and raised in these bedrooms that are very small. One is like 10 by 11 and the other one is like 10 by 12 or maybe 12 by 15. These are not big bedrooms. These are not big closets and they are 17 and 19 now. And and they manage. They can work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we'll go into what clothes to keep and what clothes to go. But I want you to have that idea of like, you just because you are you have your house, you're not stuck. I want you to think a little bit outside of the box with what you can do with what you have. You don't need to move. You don't need to go buy a bunch of stuff. Like everything mm. I just told you to to do would cost, I don't know, maybe a hundred dollars, yeah, hundred and fifty max. Right. Not a lot of money. And my kids then use their closets that way for over a decade. So great investment. The it. other tactical to do I would give you if you have girls yes. is to buy some of those huggable hangers. Now, yes, I do have those. They do break and they they're do? not as cheap. Well, if you give them to a girl, they do. <laughs> <laughs> Mine don't break, but my daughters break all the time. I see what you're saying. Um, <laughs> yes, because they're not as sturdy oh. and they're not as cheap as the plastic. It right. depends also what brand you buy. Like I got a pack from Costco. I got a pack from oh, Walmart. Yeah. Right. The Walmart is cheaper than the Costco. Sure. So, you know, they're going to break, but these are great for their camis or any of those silky, you know, the things girls. that fall off. Yeah. Yes. Um, or any like zip up sweatshirts. I always put oh, those yeah. on huggable hangers so they mm-hmm. wouldn't fall off. That makes this sense. The number one problem of hanging everything on up is that it falls down and the kids yes. don't hang it. Right. And then it's all on the floor. And neither do we, but you know, no. let's just yeah. focus on the kids. Yes. <laughs> okay. So now you understand this closet system, right? Yep. So for my son, I told you no dresser. So for my son, we bought him a captain bed when he was three years old. He had it till he was 18. That's, you know, the kind of bed where you have the drawers built into the bed. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. It's called the captain bed? It's called the captain bed. Oh, so it's okay. a twin bed. 
Okay. So no dresser in his room because his dresser was like a baby dresser. Yeah. But we had bought him a captain bed. So his socks, underwear, and shorts went in there. Always stayed there. Okay. And at the age of five, both of my kids stopped wearing pajamas. Now yours might still wear pajamas, but our therapist even said with the ADHD issues we were struggling with, she said, just give them them whatever. Put them in their clothes for tomorrow and let them go to bed in their clothes for tomorrow. Okay. So you're welcome, moms out there who are already doing that and thinking you're doing it wrong. Therapists will say you're doing it right. So gold star for you, mom. But would the pajamas gone in the captain bed if they they were in pajamas? Okay. Yep. Yep. So that's how I handled the drawer situation for my son. For my daughter, remember, I built in shelves on one side of her closet. And that's where I handled that with her with just regular Target toy bins. You know, the plastic bins used for toys. We also use those for clothing. So we had one for underwear. We had one for socks. We had one for shorts. We had one for swimsuits. Mm. Eventually, we had one for bras. Like, yep. So basically, she had a built-in dresser and a built-in double hang in her bedroom. I love it. Okay, so I'm trying to understand. So are we talking about um, like wired rack shelving? Is that what you're talking no, about? Or it's solid? I'm talking about solid shelving. Solid. And then you're putting a plastic bucket into those shelving. So are you, how yep. many shelves did you probably have um, in her, her left side? I had four. Four. Okay. And then you just put the four buckets in. Was yep. there room? And originally- For two buckets it was like, each? Or no? Yes. Okay. Yes. There's room for two buckets on okay. each side. Originally when I did it, we had one for underwear, one for socks, mm-hmm. and the rest was all toys in there. Oh, okay. Because she was younger when we started. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she had no dresser the entire time. She just got a dresser this year. She's 19 and she lives in our basement now. Oh, She's yeah. so excited to have a dresser. I will tell you that. <laughs> but- there was no room in the bedroom for the dresser. Yeah. Because so for her, it was, we talked about this in the first episode. Um, did you have a cubby system for her? And then she had a desk? She never had a desk. He oh. always had a desk. She had a vanity. Oh, okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, I don't think we're going to end up talking about bathrooms, but no. one of the things I did, because I have a boy and a girl, is that around middle school time, I said, look, you go to the bathroom, you brush your teeth, and you shower, and that's it in here. If you want to do your hair, your oh, makeup, it takes deodorant, you yes. mm-hmm. in your bedroom. Got it. So all of their getting ready is in their bedroom. So my son did a desk because he loves computers mm. and video games, and my yeah. daughter did a vanity because she's a makeup fanatic. Okay. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So, okay. So now, okay. So now we have where he's putting his stuff, where she's putting her stuff in the closet. Um, what's the next step to, um, your process with clothing then? Cause let's talk about the stuff. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Okay. So now we know where it's going to go. Here's the thing. I hope you're doing this on a day where you have not done laundry for a while and your laundry is overflowing. This is the best day to actually do this with your kids. So Mm. When you're way behind on laundry and you start the first load of eight in the morning, grab some coffee or wine Mm -hmm. (laughs) and head upstairs with your kids again. This time, we're going to go through all of the clothing that is still in their room that is not in the laundry because all their favorites are dirty. So problem Mm. solved. Pretty much everything that's left in in the room, they don't like. And for some reason, you want them to keep it. And so you guilt, either guilt them into keeping it or mm. they, you know, for whatever reason. So right. we're just going to look at what is left in their room. Now, if it's off season, then you can make that decision later. But for the most part, um, children have preferences for what they want to wear a lot of times based on sensitivities mm-hmm. or how things feel or what their friends are wearing or what they saw on a TV show. Same as you, same yep. as you. They're just little. They're, yeah. ju- they're not not human. They're just littler. 
So you're going to have a conversation with them. Why don't you wear this shirt? And make sure it's not like an accusatory where they feel like they have to defend themselves. Mm. But you say, I noticed that all of the, these kind of clothes are in the laundry and all of these are here. Why is that? And they'll say, oh, that one has scratchy tag in it. Right. Yep. Or those are too tight or somebody made fun of me in that outfit or whatever. And what I want you to do is I want you to not think about how much this clothing is costing you. Yeah. I want you to, you've already paid for it. Like it's paid for, it's done. Like you already did it. Um, I also, I also want you to not worry about who gave this to your child. Was it a hand-me-down from somebody? Was it a gift from your mom? Like, I want you to erase that as well. And I just want you to look at your child and I want you to listen to your child tell you about their clothing. How does it make them feel? Do they enjoy it? Do they have a place to wear it? Like when my kids were little, they got so many adorable dressy clothes because our parents belong to country clubs. Well, we don't. Like, yeah. So you're like, where are we, we wearing to, this? <laughs> yeah, we go to a church where we wear jeans and they went to like a fancy church. And so we had all these dressy clothes that they never wore, ever. And so first of all, I told them to stop buying it, which they didn't. So <laughs> let them wear it wherever they want. They can wear the yeah. fancy clothes to the mall. It's fine. Not yeah. a problem. Number mm-hmm. one. And number two, let them get rid of it. It's okay. Mom doesn't have to know. You don't have to know, nor does your mom have to know. Yeah. So so I want you to have that conversation because the reason why is because I want you to stop buying or receiving stuff they don't even want. Mm-hmm. So you're putting stuff in there that they might wear someday and they're never going to wear it. And you're just picking it up and moving it around, like get rid of that kind of stuff. Then this is what we do. Kids sit on a bed and do nothing. Mom does all of the work. That's why you need the coffee. Okay. So you hold up every single shirt, pants, Mm. dress, whatever it is. They're not trying a darn thing on. You're holding it up. And all they say is keep or go. That's it. Mm. Keep or go. Keep or go. If it's keep, you hang it in the closet. If it's go, you literally drop it on the floor like it's on fire and you can't touch it anymore. It's fun. They like it when you do it this way. (laughs) And your goal is to move as fast as possible before they lose interest. It's kind of a game. Right. So you're holding up, keep, go, keep, go, keep, go. And when they start to lose interest, go just five more. And like, you're like, oh, remember, okay. channel a teacher, channel a teacher as far as you can go. Do pants last um, and get through as much as you can. When they are done, I move everything out. They, they're, what they have to do is make decisions. I do all the physical labor. Mm. So everything that was go, we now take off hangers. I just put in a big bag and I take it to Goodwill. You can yep. do whatever you want with it. Right. So now we know what's left in the room that they don't want. And my kids would usually get rid of about 50% of their clothes three times a year. Because remember, I do this in the summer. I do it in the winter. I do it around spring break. And then I would assess what was left. I would wash everything that was in in the laundry. I would put it in the closet. And I'd be like, oh, we're a little low on underwear. We don't have any swimsuits. They outgrew all their pants. Then I would know what I needed to buy for going back to school or the holidays or the upcoming summer. That's why I did this three times a year. I think I mentioned that in the last episode that you'll spend about Mm -hmm. a month. You want to spend like a month in the summer. You totally redo your kids room in the summer. And then usually between Christmas and New Year's, that winter break, you'll spend about a week in your kid's bedroom. And then usually a weekend around um, spring break. Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. I was going to ask you, where do you put the clothes that are seasonal that they're not wearing um, that just takes up space, you know, but they're not wearing them right now? Do you just put them in their closet? It all fit in their closet. And okay. we have a very small walking. It is a walking closet, Greg and I have, but it is small. 
and all of our clothes fit in there too. Like you can store stuff other places if you want to. Mm. But my kids never ran out of clothing and you know how small their closets are. And I've never run out of clothing and my closet isn't huge either. So yeah. do we really need it if it doesn't fit in there? Sure. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I like We're that. making more work for ourselves that we yes. don't need to make. I just know people are thinking these questions. So I'm like, I need well, to ask if you them. have two kids sharing a room, then yes, you're going to want to move uh, that same size room because you're going to want to move in stuff into storage. So there are some instances I am not a minimalist. I guess I kind of am with clothes just because it's just so practical. Like everything that you buy has to be hung up and washed and maintained. And I just don't want to yeah, spend that you much don't time have on so clothes. many. Yeah. Yeah. Now let's yeah. talk about if they share a room, right? Like you have mm-hmm. kids sharing, maybe two, maybe three kids in a room if they're yeah. really tight on space. Um, is this where you would say, yeah, bring a dresser in? I mean, what is your thoughts yeah. on all that? I mean, in that case, it's no longer a mini apartment. It's more like a dorm bunk room situation. Okay. So, and in that case, yeah. I would not, like, we're going to talk about paper and toys in future episodes. In that case, I would not store their toys or their schoolwork in there. It would only be for oh, getting dressed and sleeping. It. it would become like a bunk room. Okay. And I've seen some people who have bedrooms, enough bedrooms for all their kids, but their kids have voluntarily chosen to have one room be where all the sleeping happens, and then they have other rooms. So if that's the case, maybe... You have three kids and two were sharing and one wasn't. Well, why mm-hmm. don't you put that one in there and you have a sleeping room and then you have an entertainment room? Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you would have the dresser in there as well as the closet with just the clothes. Like if you're going like two, three people in one room and yeah. then move the toys into a different area. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's good. So Lisa, we're almost at the end of the show. Um, so I know it can be overwhelming when people have... Speaking of siblings, um, especially if they have the same gender siblings and they're holding on to clothes for the next child. And and then we already talked about the changing of the season, seasons, but what are what are your thoughts with you're holding on to the clothing um, for the next child? And they do fall in the right um, birthdays, right? You know, it's like they can wear those clothes. Where are all those clothes going? Like, where, where would you have put them if you were in that situation? So the answer is that you own your own used clothing store. And you just need to think about it that way. So you are your own resale store. How would a resale store store that? They would have clear bins and they would label the size and they would put a lid on that bin and they would put it in storage. And I suggest using Home Depot HDX brand 24 inch deep plastic shelving and the tubs that go with it. And you can literally get 10 uh, bins of clothes on one of those units and you need to put it somewhere in your house because that is your used mm. clothing store. Yeah. The other thing I would say is you need to determine at what age you stop doing that. I think sometimes mm-hmm. we do that indefinitely and the first couple kids always get new clothes and the youngest kids never get new clothes, which is fine. You know, sometimes it's a financial thing. I find that works okay until about 10 or 12. And well, by the yeah. time you're 12, let's just be done with <laughs> yeah. that. And you want your own stuff by then. I mean, I even noticed my daughters are three years apart and it worked mm-hmm. a little bit because their birthdays are April, May. So they have the very close birthdays and mm-hmm. um, it worked from when they were very little. But yep. my youngest is very different from my oldest, obviously. I mean, people aren't usually the same. Um, and 
she wanted different things. So I couldn't keep doing that. Now, I don't know with boys if that's easier to do because you're kind of like pants oh, shirt, pants they shirt. They can be just as fancy. Oh, yeah. And have their true. own opinions. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Unless the moms are just never like, we're never bringing that equation in. I have no idea. Um, I don't know. Like where my daughter wanted to wear dresses, the youngest, and my oldest mm-hmm. never had dresses to even pass down because she never wanted them. So it, I, there was a point that, I mean, pretty early on that I couldn't do it once we got out of the baby stage or whatever. Um, so I agree that you do have to pay attention to that, that they may not want to wear the same clothes anymore. But if if the people did, you know, I, I think that's a good idea. And I'm glad that you gave that specific bin. The other thing I would say is that, um, you know, one bin per size, max. So we would have, yeah. we were so blessed. I had a boy and a girl, but we had two friends that had a boy and a girl that would give us clothes. Like they had only children. So they would like give us clothes. It was awesome because I didn't have any older siblings to give me clothes. And what I did was I would open up all those bags, put Abby on the bed and I'd be like, okay, keep go. And I would hold it up and she would tell me which ones she liked and which ones she didn't. And out of maybe 50 clothes they gave me, she would say keep to maybe 12 of them. I would immediately donate the 38, Mm. like the day after it was given to me. And I would hold on to the 12 for when she was that size. And usually she'd wear like three or four of them. So when you are given clothes or when you are saving clothes for a younger child, don't save every single thing. Yes. Like go through the 50 things that you might put in a bin and maybe there are like 10 or 12 great ones and be like, you know what? That has some life in it and that was kind of expensive and that would fit their style. So I'm going to save those. You have to bin it all up and move it around. This is not a weight training program. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's get our exercise in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good point. Um, so before we close, is there anything else that you want to share on the clothing that um, that we haven't talked about yet? No, I just think if you can learn to understand what kind of clothes your kids like, you will feel better about the dollars you spend on their clothing and they will be happier about what's in their closet. And if they can learn that three times a year they purge their clothing and just replace the basics and staples that they need to go into the next season. I mean, can you imagine if if we all did that as adults? Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's how you really should do clothing. Yeah, I agree. Maybe that'll inspire the the parents to do that once the kids go back into mm. school and have some free yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. All right, Lisa. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. And I can't wait to talk to you next week about organizing the kids toys. Thanks, Amber. Hey, you guys, have you subscribed to the mom inspired show email list yet? If you want to have discounts sent to your email and links to the books we discuss on the show, as well as all the guests information, then you will want to subscribe. That way, every episode will show up in your inbox every Tuesday, and you won't have to go searching for the newest episode. It will be right at your fingertips. So just go to mominspiredshow.com and scroll down and enter your name and email, and you will be all set. See you next week.